Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Your official home of the Dallas Cowboys and Texas Rangers. With that in mind, right now we bring to you Texas Rangers left fielder, burgeoning superstar, and World Series champion, Evan Carter. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, how's it going? Well, we're doing great, and I know you've been rocking with this for a couple of months now, but how awesome is it to always know that you can be introduced as a World Series champion (laughs) until the end of time? Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to get old. (laughs) Well, how has the off season gone? Obviously, I'm sure there's a lot of people that want your time. I know this Saturday you're signing autographs at uh, the Dallas Card Show. How has this off season been different than your other off seasons? Yeah, you know, I think that um, aside from being, for good reason, a lot shorter. Um, you know, this is just kind of the the first one that I've had to kind of condense everything down. You know, but you know, it's been a ton of fun. Got to meet a bunch of you know, a bunch of new people and uh, have a whole lot of new experiences that I wouldn't trade for anything. So it's been a ton of fun. Have you been given like any, uh, any responsibilities to, to work on some things in this off season? Is that something that the boats talked about as y'all were leaving? Hey, this is what we need from you now. You know, I think it's definitely just something that you kind of take what you've already got and just try and improve on it. You know, you don't want to change as a player. You just want to kind of master what you've already got going for you, you know? So, Evan, I know if you go to your baseball reference page, you have the nickname Full Count Carter. But during the playoffs, they called you 3-2. Uh-huh. Also, when you got to second base, a lot of times you'd put the prayer hands up for the little savior. What nickname do you like or what nickname do you think is going to stick? You know, I, I think that the the whole little savior thing was like was kind of probably a one and done for the playoffs. Okay. Um, or for just kind of getting called up right there. Um, you know, the full count Carter thing is pretty cool. I like that a lot. Um, everybody had said I've been called that since the minor leagues for forever. And I'm like, I don't remember that, but you know, it's a cool <laughs> one. Like I like it. <laughs> um, so whoever, whoever came up with that one did a good job. Are you going to stick with number 32? I know on some of like your minor league cards, you're not 32. So I was wondering if that number was just given to you or you pick that number or sticking with that number. Yeah, so I was uh, I was always number eleven coming up. Um, that's what I've you know in high school everything else. That's just what I've always been. That's what I've liked. Um, they just gave me thirty two. Obviously, you know Austin Hedges was number eleven, so I couldn't take that from him coming up. Um, so I got thirty two. I didn't get to choose that, but you know things went really really good with thirty two. So I think I'm going to stick with it. I don't want to. Yes. I don't want to. <laughs> Stray off course from there. <laughs> I like it. Well, and plus, if he switched jersey numbers, they might start asking what the number is on your ass. So you don't want that either. I'm <laughs> assuming. Yeah. yeah. 
the well, I mean, the three two uh, as we were talking about with the full count and everything. What there's you see a lot of players that have been in the league for a long time that don't have as much patience as you do at the plate. And I'm just kind of curious where that comes from. Was that something you learned at a young age? Is there a certain set of rules that where you were like, this is how I uh, get the count to be in my favor all the time? Yeah, you know, I've just kind of, um, gosh, I guess ever since I've really in high school and, you know, travel ball, whatever, coming up through the minors, it's just been one of those things. It's like, hey, if if I don't feel like I can really do damage to this pitch, I'm not going to swing at it. And, you know, a lot of times if they nibble at the edge is good for them. But, you know, pitching's hard too. So, you know, if somebody makes three really good pitches in a row, you tip your cap. But, you know, the chances that they do do that, you know, it's not always going to happen. So I just, you know, wait for something that I feel like I can do damage to and, you know, just kind of be strategically picky, I guess, with what I'm looking for. I like it. In addition to tipping your cap for a good pitch, if it's a pitch that's a strike that maybe was not as good of a pitch, <laughs> I think we all noticed occasionally you will turn back at the ump. Do you say anything, or is just the turn good enough to voice your displeasure? Um, You know, I think that in the minor leagues, you know, I, I was around a lot of those umpires a lot because we always had the same, you know, couple crews coming through, and so you build a relationship with them, and you know, if I didn't agree with him, I'd tell him. I'd be like, hey, man, like I've got that a little bit outside right there or something. Um, and, you know, it's a respectful conversation that you want to have with somebody, but I'm not going to tell them they're wrong. I'm just going to tell them that I disagree with them, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I know as you go along further with the Texas Rangers, you'll develop more and more relationships. But Corey Seager, best hitter in baseball last year, arguably, he has a very different approach. Do you ever talk about uh, his approach and, and ask him questions about his approach at the plate? You know, I, I definitely do try and um, and pick his brain as far as kind of, you know, especially against lefties. I try and talk to him a lot about that. Um, somebody that I really like to talk to as far as approaching game planning and stuff was Nate Lowe because um, I feel like, you know, I really jived with him as far as like our mindsets hitting. Um, Corey is kind of a, uh, a one-of-one type of hitter. Um, I don't want to necessarily say that what he does wouldn't work for other people, but it wouldn't for me. And obviously, gosh, I mean, he's one of the best, if not the best hitters in baseball. So I'm not sitting here <laughs> telling him what to do, but um, I definitely, you know, I like talking shop with Nate Lowe a lot. You were talking about, especially going up against left-handed pitching. I'm curious if you can walk us through any of the, your thought process or anything like that, that you will adjust with left-handed pitching going forward. Um, you know, I don't think there's really going to be any adjustments going forward. I mean, crap, I had like 10 at-bats against lefties in the big leagues last year. So I didn't really – there's not really a sample size for me to say, hey, I need to change something because I didn't get a chance to really do anything against them. Um, and then the minor leagues and stuff, you know, I didn't I didn't change anything really against them in the minor leagues. Um, just maybe might be a little bit more aggressive than I would be against righties, you know, not be as picky. But other than that, I mean, there's nothing really to change. Like I feel comfortable against them ready to go um you know just going to be one of those things that the more i see him the better it'll be evan carter joining us here on the knc masterpiece on 105 through the fan i think uh there have probably been a lot of rookies that have come into the league and and veterans probably just ignored them or kind of left them out on their own but you i mean the story about you guys walking uh out there at houston's outfield and kind of walking the wall and the veterans going over some things with you how cool is that that a team, you know, the veterans on that team aren't looking at you going, man, he just took my spot. They're going, hey, how do we help you win? Yeah, you know, I definitely think that that's what 
kind of makes us stand apart from, you know, other teams in that moment was, hey, like, you know, you didn't have any betterness on the team. Everybody wanted to win, um, you know, and whatever it took in that moment, you know, I'm super thankful for that um, to have those type of people around me because that only helps that only is going to help me in my young career. Um, and, you know, it's, I'm very blessed to, like I said, have people like, you know, Robbie and Travis around me that were doing stuff like that for me. I think we all realize how important winning that world series was for you, the guys, Boach and everything. But over the last couple of months, when you see people, when you talk to people yeah. or when you see them at the Dallas car show this weekend, have you gotten a sense for how important that championship was for this Metroplex? Yeah, I mean, gosh, it's it's just one of those things that people, you know, however many, you know, back in 10, 10, 12 years ago, it's like you get right there that close, you get a taste of it, and you can't, you know, you, you just kind of leave with a bitter taste in your mouth. And to be able to, you know, pull through, and, you know, we got a young group of guys coming up right now that's, you know, hopefully, you know, going to be a really good young core of guys for the years to come. So it's kind of exciting to, you know, set the standard here, and then hopefully, you know, it's going to be like one of those things, hey, we're here, we're here to stay, you know, for the foreseeable future, and that's that's the way I want to think about it. Was it weird after the World Series was over and the parade that you got to sleep in a bed that you had slept in before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Gosh, I mean, I hadn't been home, in, well, I guess, since February in spring training, so it was uh, – Definitely was nice to get home and see everybody and see some familiar faces for sure. Was it how many days do you remember that in AAA? Were you in a hotel the whole time that you were in AAA once you got called up from Frisco? And then we assume you're in a hotel every day here in Arlington slash on the road. Yeah. So whatever day I got moved from while well, I was in a hotel, the week of AA that I got moved up to. So a week before I got called up to AAA and till the end of the season in November, I was in a hotel. <laughs> so that was August something, right? Oh, yeah. Holy Gosh, holy. yeah, probably a week before, like right see, a week before my birthday, which is August 29th. So, yeah, you know, August 20-something till November 1st, I guess. When you turned all of 21 in the season in which you won the World Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, when it comes to, like, I think as Kevin was expressing there, you know, he, myself, Mike, we are all lifelong Rangers fans since we were kids, and this is our first opportunity to see that. And a big factor uh, for us, obviously, too, was Bruce Bochy's leadership throughout this. And I keep trying. I really do like hearing the different answers from the players because they all have kind of a, a different, unique way of their relationship with him. What is what is your your perspective on Bochi and his leadership style? Yeah, you know, I I didn't necessarily get to see, um, you know, I wasn't there the whole season, so I didn't get to experience a full season of him. But whenever I got there, as far as his style towards me, it was just, hey man, listen, like, there's no pressure. You just go out there, you do you, um, and just the confidence that he instilled in me, I guess. Um, you know, hey, like, we're going to put you in the five hole. We're going to put you in the four hole. We're going to put you in the three hole. Like, <laughs> holy smokes, you know, like, this is the World Series. Um, and my manager has that much confidence in me, and that just makes me have confidence in me. So that was kind of all him, I guess, just that finding a way for him to put confidence in all of his players, I feel like. I love the phrase, holy smokes, yep. because <laughs> you made several holy smokes catches throughout the playoffs and I was just curious because I joked on air about it and I got a lot of negative feedback yeah. for making this joke yeah did you ever go back and look at any of those catches and say 
the wall was still a few feet back, I might not have had to jump for that. You know, I, I definitely think so, but it's just one of those things that it's like, I mean, I would rather jump and get it and then not jump and not be able to get it. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that was my first time in literally every single park that I was playing in, so you definitely don't have a feel for anything yet. Can you walk us through the logistics and the mechanics and differences of being in left field as opposed to center field? And then also you just touched on, this is my first time in these parks. Yeah. Like how different do things play park to park? Yeah. So I, um, in double A this year, I probably played three games in left field maybe. Um, so, I mean, I played 98% of my games in the minor leagues in center field. Um, so Obviously, left field was – I mean, it's it's still the outfield, but it definitely was not somewhere that I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, where I play. Like, And it's fine, you know. I mean, wherever it gets me on the field is where I'm going to go, and I'm not going to complain about that a bit. But it's definitely, you know, took some getting used to, just like while I was picking the brains of a lot of the other players. And then on top of that, you're going to parks that you've never played at before. They've got weird dimensions. Like in Houston, you're like, okay, like – there's this huge concrete and metal wall that if I get too close to running into, I'm going to break a shoulder and knock hurt. it out of place or do something stupid. So I just need to make sure that, you know, or if it bounces off the wall and I can't get to it, it's a triple. Like it's just, there's a lot of stuff going on in your head that it's like, all right, on top of playing a position that I'm not necessarily used to, I'm also in some really weird parts. So you just try and play it a little bit more safe, I guess. So, Evan, you'll be Saturday in Allen at the Dallas Card Show with Marcus Simeon, Josh Young, and Cody Bradford, so cool. four world champions signing autographs. I know Josh Young is a card collector and has had fun with one of his cards, putting, like, fake glasses on him and stuff. Are you into baseball cards, and have you ever done something fun when signing one of your tops cards? Yeah, so I've never done the uh, little doodling like he did. I thought that was <laughs> hilarious, though. Um but, yeah, I really enjoy collecting cards. You know, I got into it. A bunch of my buddies in, in the minor leagues were really into it. And, you know, I'd never I'd never kind of experienced that before. So I'm like, oh, shoot, like this is fun. I'm, you know, I'm going to start doing it. And then turned out my dad had a ton of the cards from back in the 80s and 90s. I'm like, well, crap, Dad, like we can start doing this together too. So now it's just kind of, you know, I, I've really gotten into it, and it's a ton of fun. Did you get one of the tops now World Series champion sets? And if not, do you need us to help you out with that set? <laughs> My mom bought like three sets. Yeah, we've got awesome. them. <laughs> excellent, That's excellent. That's really nice. We've had, I, I know we've talked mostly baseball and cards here, but there's been a whole bunch of people who are curious about this. And like, I, I love the shirt. I know a lot of people did. I was kind of curious about your jesus one shirt and how that's kind of played a factor in your life and your athletic career yeah so they um they gave us those in spring training this year so i mean they were just gosh they were i mean a ton of people in the minor leagues had them and in the big leagues too um and i just thought it was the coolest thing that whenever and i you know it was a shirt that i wore most days just like normal so it was no other thought to me of just like hey this is the shirt that I wear every day. Um, and then it turned out kind of went viral on social media, I guess a little bit. And everybody started, you know, Hey, where can I get the shirt? Like, that's super cool. And being able to kind of use the playoff platform, getting called up that platform. It was just, it was great timing to be able to kind of promote that message. Um, and I, I, you know, that's what it's all about, man. I mean, life's bigger than baseball, you know, just being able to do something like that. It, you know, it was really cool. And the timing was perfect. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, that was that was definitely something that meant a lot to my wife and I, for sure. Evan, there's a there's a lot of people that are excited about White Langford right now as well, and I don't know if your paths have crossed uh, at all yet. I don't know exactly what your relationship there would be, but can you kind of give us some some people that you spent some time with in the in the minors that you're like that dude's going to be a stud? Y'all keep an eye on that guy. Yeah, um, so I, I've never met him before, um, never talked to him or met him before. I mean, obviously we will in spring training this mm-hmm. year. Um, Gosh, man, I tell you what, my, my two best friends, Tom Sajacy and Tacoa Roby, I thought were absolute studs. Um, obviously, they're not with us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it worked out really well getting Monty and Strat. So, um, but, yeah, those, those are probably two players that I'm like, those guys are going to be really, really, really good. And if you had your say, you would really like Jordan Montgomery to come back to this team, right? <laughs> Yeah, who wouldn't? Crap. He was a huge role in uh, in us being able to win, not just in the World Series, but all throughout the playoffs. Agreed. We've had we've tried to get Chris Young on the phone like every day just to give him a heads up about that. Man, thank you so much. Mike and I will both be out at the Dallas Card Show in Allen this weekend. I know tons of folks are looking forward to seeing you. And congratulations once again on, I guess, just being awesome. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. Absolutely. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Evan Evan Carter right here on 105.3 The Fan. And I know people are asking. Have you ever seen Mike so giddy? Like, look at him right now. Okay. So, and I know we're going to have to go to break, but I told Alec this in the break. This is the most nervous I'd ever seen Mike. Come on now. Like, we talk with Jerry Jones, yeah. whoever, and he's like, ah, I'll be fine. But Evan Carter, he's like, hey, did you did you get his number? Is he on the phone? Hey, when are the ads end? Hey, the like, these smile are never has not things that he asked. For Christmas, my son got me a Evan Carter, full count Carter shirt, which is really cool. And then I was wearing it the other day. Obviously, I had on a hoodie, but then when I got home, and I had it on. It's like it does feel a little bit weird. I'm a 46 year old man wearing a 21 year old, you know, guy's t shirt and being yeah. like, I love this guy. And I'm like, he's 21 years old, and he's gonna be, he's gonna be exceptional, man. And he's gonna be here for the next 20 years. He's a oh good my dude. God, that's so long. He's a good dude. Is Marcus Simeon, Josh Young, Cody Bradford also out at the Marriott in Allen this weekend signing? If you want to check that out, and you brought up Wyatt Langford. What? Uh, I don't know if they've made that official announcement okay, yet. Okay, all right. In a couple weeks, he is going to be doing an autograph signing here in the Metroplex. My house? Not at your house. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during Hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special finance only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.